Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. From the buyer's perspective, we're trying to offer a much simpler experience. Um, at the same time, uh, a friendlier experience. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 120th episode of the Golf Unfiltered podcast. I'm your host, as always, Adam from GolfUnfiltered.com. You can find me on Twitter, at GolfUnfiltered. You can send me an email, GolfUnfiltered at gmail.com. Ladies and gentlemen, you know that when you listen to this show and read the site, we talk a lot about golf equipment. And most recently, you guys know that I've been on a journey to kind of find the best equipment for my game. And obviously, finding that equipment is going to help me enjoy the game a little bit more, hopefully. And you know that that's the focus of Golf Unfiltered, is to bring people onto this show to let you know a little bit about what they can offer to help you enjoy the game a little bit more as well. And so today, I am happy to welcome two guests. Uh, They are co-founders of the online marketplace, SidelineSwap.com. We have Brendan Candon and Anthony Piazza. How are you guys today? Doing great. Thanks for having us, Adam. Absolutely. Doing awesome. Thanks for having us. Yeah, and Anthony's here uh, fighting through uh, maybe a cold he had mentioned earlier. So uh, <laughs> he's, a, he's a trooper. So we're, uh, we're glad that he's on the show. Um, and Brendan, you know, I'll start with you first. Just to kind of let our listeners know a little bit about your guys' background. And Anthony, obviously, you weigh in also. Um, from my understanding, you guys... Uh, we're collegiate athletes, but, you know, maybe let us know a little bit about your background in sports as well as college athletics. Sure. Um, so grew up uh, in New York, played a little bit of everything uh, in a sports family and ended up playing lacrosse in college at, uh, at Holy Cross in Massachusetts. And uh, after I graduated, we uh, I was coaching a youth team on the side and was listening to parents talk about the cost of equipment, how much they were spending on their kids' stuff, had to buy some new equipment for myself, uh, and that's what kind of brought us to start Sideline. But I uh, have had kind of play a little bit of everything. I've been working on my golf game. Still have a, a long way to go, but uh, that's kind of the, the sports background that got us got us to start in Sideline. And, Anthony, are you kind of a uh, similar background? Uh, yeah, totally. Um, Brennan and I actually grew up in the same town, um, and I mean, sports were kind of everything for us growing up from like street league, roller hockey. Um, we both wrestled and, and played lacrosse in, in high school and then lacrosse in college. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's always been kind of a, a staple in our, in our social lives and, and throughout school. Um, and then golf, I, I've kind of always played it. Um, not, not a lot, not a ton, but played it like once or twice a year. And then once I got into high school, I started trying to play, um, on the weekends, you know, every other weekend or so. So I'm a, I'm a fan of the game. I'm not that good at the game, though. <laughs> but, okay. 
Anthony's got his grandfather is uh, I mean, gets out every morning at like five in the morning. He's how, 88 years old and still out there every day. Yeah, he's pushing 90, and uh, he's usually the second group out at his local course. So he's uh, he's been dragging me out with him for a couple. Almost a decade now, I guess. <laughs> a man after my own heart. That's that's amazing. Uh, so, Anthony, I'll stick with you here. Uh, you know, you had mentioned, uh, actually, Brendan, you had mentioned this, but Anthony, I'll throw it to you about this: the cost of sporting equipment. Now, I grew up with a bunch of hockey player friends, and I never played hockey, but I know hockey is super expensive to play, and golf, of course, falls into that that category. I'm not saying anything new there. Uh, to the listeners, but Anthony, would you is lacrosse kind of a, around that same? I don't know, in that same category as being extremely costly. Yeah, lacrosse is definitely um, cost intensive. Um, not as bad as hockey. Um, typically, with hockey, the skates come in and put things over the top, um, and then when you add in like ice time and stuff like that, it gets really expensive. Um, but I mean, if you're trying to go top line um lacrosse equipment from from head to toe you're looking at easily a thousand bucks um probably more um so it's it's definitely an issue yeah that's uh that's about what i remember growing up and my friends kind of belly aching about how much they had to pay for sporting equipment and i'm feeling that now trying to buy golf equipment but brendan you and anthony have teamed together to build a site that not only specializes now in selling golf equipment uh peer-to-peer in that style, but you also have a ton of other sports on there. What other sports are, are uh, handled or at least sold on Sideline Swap? So the, the goal is to build a platform where any athlete could buy and sell equipment easily. Uh, and so we started by with lacrosse because that's what we knew, but quickly shifted our focus to growing into other sports. We've done it sport by sport. So we launched hockey, then skiing, then baseball, and then golf. And the idea was that in order to do it well, we needed to bring enough buyers and sellers into each category. So that way it wasn't a ghost land of sellers posting their stuff and not driving any buyers in or buyers coming and not finding any high quality equipment. So we've been pretty strategic about that. Golf has been the most recent sport we've been focused on. Um, but the goal over time is to build a marketplace for, for all sports equipment, like I said, athletes, uh, anywhere. One of the things that really intrigues me the most about sidelineswap.com and listeners you should know and you've probably already seen the review on the website i've had the chance to, to use sideline swap it was a fantastic user experience which we'll get into guys but brendan you know one of the things that uh, you know was really interesting about the concept is it is peer-to-peer so maybe explain to our listeners a little bit about what that type of style means for someone who's not familiar with that mentality sure so Sidelines a peer-to-peer marketplace, which means anybody can create an account and list inventory for free within a minute. Um, and once you know any buyer could come in, make an offer or a, uh, purchase at the buy now price. When they do, also all we do is help facilitate that transaction. So we provide the buyer with buyer protection. We process the payment securely, and we provide the seller with a prepaid shipping label. The seller gets a notification, whether it's a text, an email, or a push notification if you have our iOS app. Um, and it says, congratulations, you have a sale. Please click here to print your label. Print the label. You have to pack it yourself. Um, and then slap the label on there. And we'll provide the buyer with updates throughout the transaction. Your package is being prepared when the label's printed. Uh, it's in the mail. It's delivered. And as long as the it clears a, a three-day dispute window, then the funds are released to the seller. 
and uh, and both parties kind of have completed the transaction at that point, and they could leave feedback for each other and for the product. So we, our goal is to build a marketplace where that makes it easy for buyers and sellers, but uh, the the transaction itself is directly peer to peer. It's a fantastic model, and it's something that we are seeing in other industries and other types of marketplaces, but not so much with with golf equipment, which is certainly obviously where you guys wanted to hit uh, as well as other sporting goods equipment. Um, but Anthony, one of the things that you know really also shocked me was just the number of items that I could find on sidelineswap.com. I mean, there, uh, you know, when I went to the website, I kind of went in with, with lower expectations. When we talk about used golf equipment, you kind of, you might run into some things you might find at a garage sale, but you guys got some great stuff on there. And I was surprised there were pages of things. Uh, how do you guys, Anthony, go about kind of generating and getting the word out for people to sell their stuff on your site? Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. Um, so we do a lot of work in terms of researching sellers, um, finding guys who have, you know, a ton of excess equipment. So that could be somebody who runs, um, a pro shop, somebody who runs like a trade in service where they, you know, buy clubs, fix them up and resell them. Um, some of them do it out of their garage. Some of them do it out of, like I said, like a pro shop. And then we also find guys who are already doing it online. Um, whether that's on Craigslist or in a Facebook group and, uh, even in some cases, eBay, um, and we basically find them, tell them about our, our product and what, what we have to offer them as a seller. Um, and you know, we, we've been fortunate enough to bring on, um, you know, enough sellers where when you come to the site, there's a, there's a good chance you're going to find what you're looking for. Now, when I went onto the site, I was in the mar- I've been in the market, as I told you guys for a hybrid and I was looking for a very specific loft. I was looking for a very, uh, you know, specific shaft flex as well as, you know, I didn't want some off brand and I was actually able to find a Titleist 915H hybrid. Uh, listeners, to, you'll, you guys know how good of a club that is for a really good price. And so, you know, uh, Anthony, you had mentioned a couple names of other similar websites, and this kind of gets into the, the, the competition space that I know listeners are automatically thinking of. Um, and Brendan, I'll just certainly get your input as this on this as well. But Anthony, to start with you, I mean, you mentioned eBay. eBay is a great online auction website obviously that everyone knows about especially golfers looking for used golf equipment how big of a competition point is ebay for you or do you try to fit in or are you trying to fit in a different niche yeah so i think um you know it's it's a really good question obviously something we get we get a lot um i'm not sure if you've ever personally bought anything on ebay um, but if you have your experience was probably a lot different from when you bought that hybrid on sideline swap. Oh, it was. Um, right. So from the from the buyer's perspective, we're trying to offer a much simpler experience. Um, at the same time, uh, a friendlier experience where you can come on and ask questions about a specific loft. Um, we see a ton of our sellers getting questions about um, what they would recommend for a certain type of player, somebody who's just starting out, um, somebody who's looking for – um, a set of clubs that's good for like a, a mid-range high school player. Um, so we see a lot of consultative questions. Um, whereas on eBay, a lot of times, you know, you're dealing with kind of like a nameless, faceless seller um, from somewhere in the country, and, and it's a lot less um, friendly, as we like to say. So um, from the buyer's perspective, we find that to be a, a huge um, improvement on the experience that somebody would get elsewhere on say eBay. And Brendan, you know. 
there's other websites similar to eBay, but that might not get caught up in the auction back and forth. I'm thinking such things like Etsy and, and other websites like that. Is that a model that maybe Sideline Swap is trying to get into that area as well, or maybe even following that model, to, so to speak? Yeah, we thought we'd have we were going to stay away from the auction format because we thought it complicated it for both buyers and for sellers. You know, if you think about the way you handle a transaction offline, if you were with a friend at a course and they had a club and they said, I'll sell it to you for a hundred bucks and they set the price and you say, how about I give you 85? That was the experience we wanted to replicate. And so from a buyer's perspective, we think it, it's a little bit simpler. And then definitely from a seller's perspective of not having to deal with, timelines and auction uh, auction deadlines uh you list the price the item will stay up for 60 days uh there's no fee associated with the listing so there was a, a couple things that we thought were more attractive about that model the other thing was that we, we tried to keep the fees lower than any other marketplace so with uh we're, our fees are lower than ebay um and they're sellers earn way more on sideline than they would through any of the trade-in networks mm -hmm. where you're really getting about 25% of the value of the item because then they have to, you know, take, take it in, store it, end up shipping it out. They don't sell everything they have. So similar to like a played against sports offline, uh, you know, you get some of these trade-in networks for clubs where you're just not feeling like you're getting the, the full value of what you paid for. Where with sideline, because you're making 88% of any sale, that's not the case. There's a lot more value to be gained off the stuff that you've invested in. I was really surprised at the quality on the website. Now, and obviously you're going to have a couple pieces in there that, you know, might be a few years older that you might, might not be able to move as easily as something new. But something that I really was surprised to see, Brendan, was the number of left-handed golf clubs on the site. Now, I'm a right-handed player, but I've got left-handed uh, friends who really struggle to find used golf equipment uh, we call them backwards golf clubs. Uh, was was that a, a a specific focus that you guys had, or is that just kind of coincidental at this point? I think it's something we've made an effort to get a full range of inventory. So if any buyer comes on, lefty, righty, any size, we do a, we do the best job we can to make sure we try to fill inventory. Um, but we also see, I think, people come on the platform and recognize that it's so easy to sell. And so you get a lot of people who otherwise wouldn't list on eBay or another platform who are putting inventory up that doesn't end up on another marketplace. And that gives us a little bit of a different selection than other marketplaces. So I'd say it's a little bit of both. We definitely try to make sure we cover it all, but it's, it's also a result of how easy it is to list. We end up just getting easier, more stuff uh, in that sense. You know, and that's that's very true. Uh, you know, Anthony, something that I also noticed, of course, and listeners, again, we're talking about sidelineswap.com. Go out there today and take a look at just the inventory of different golf accessories and even shoes. And you even had a few hats up there. Anthony, is that kind of what, uh, you know, touching on what Brendan just mentioned about really kind of running the gamut on what's available on your website? Um, yeah, I mean, the apparel side of it is always something like we get excited about just coming onto the site and seeing what gets thrown up. Um, our partner Connor, like half of his wardrobe is, is bought from sideline swap. Um, <laughs> I make a ton of opportunistic purchases as well. Um, I like that golf, opportunistic purchase. I'm going to use that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we jump on stuff, but like in golf specifically, like the apparel, um, is a is a huge part of the game um and it's cool it's it's cool to see 
um, regionalized stuff. So kids who have visors or shirts from their hometown teams, um, we're seeing that stuff go up. We've been seeing some really cool like putter covers coming up. Um, mm. and, uh, and yeah, I mean, it's, it's fun for us and, and obviously it, it kind of expands the, the offering for the buyer that comes to the site. Um, so it's great. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure you guys are, are know very well that head covers and putter covers, they're, they're like candy for, for the listeners to this <laughs> show as well. Those things, I've got a few myself sitting in my office right here, but you know, Brendan, I'll go back to you real quick. And, you know, with anything that starts up, any startup that you begin, I mean, there's got to be some unforeseen challenges that pop up. And certainly in the golf space, that could be anything. Uh, if you could think back and, you know, I'll, Anthony, I'll ask this question to you, too. But, Brendan, I'll start with you. What was the one thing that surprised you the most about golfers shopping on your site? Was there a quirk that uh, you found with them or anything of that nature? I think what the what we've um, under started to understand very quickly was the level of detail that we needed to make sure we could accommodate. So mm. I think when we first started going into golf, we were probably missing some brands and some specs that were really important to a purchasing decision uh, that we made sure we jumped on really quickly. But I think as we get into all these newer sports and some that we have less familiarity with personally. Um, we've done a really we've tried to focus on engaging customers early on to get their feedback of what they need to know to make a purchasing decision and adding that into the platform as quickly as we can. And we source a lot of feedback every day. So it's it's kind of constantly being updated. But I think that was probably the the quickest learning we had in golf that we we addressed, I think, uh, pretty well so far. But uh, it has been a constant theme as we as we get into each of these new sports. It's always interesting to uh, hear what what buyers uh, really care about when they start to shop. And Anthony, how about you? Um, I mean, definitely would would uh, agree with what Brennan said in terms of just finding out um, you know the things that are specific to golf equipment that we might not have already known um, just from our own experience. Um, another another thing for me that was cool was was getting to understand. Um, a lot about how the golf industry works, how um, brands employ their brand reps, how you know PGA Pro Shops um, buy their gear, what they do with their extra gear. Um, I learned a ton about the trading network, the PGA trading network, um, and then also we started learning learning about resellers, um, guys who have set up you know some some really big businesses in terms of acquiring lightly used and new golf stuff and then reselling it. Um, each sport kind of has its own, um, you know, resale market and they're completely different sport to sport. Um, so learning about that in golf was, was certainly fun, um, and interesting. You know, it's funny too, because a lot of talk right now about how sales are going to online marketplaces, which is obviously good for you guys, but it's maybe not so great from the, uh, the, the pro shop golf professional or someone, or a certified club fitter, for example. Uh, just to kind of clarify something, though, and Brendan, I'll go to you for this. Uh, you guys aren't trying to compete specifically against the the PGA golf professional that's trying to sell golf club, brand new golf clubs out of their pro shop. I mean, there's still value in that, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the way we think of it is we're trying to just empower those resellers that are in the market, if there's anybody who has inventory that they're looking to sell that's already either trying to be sold locally or online, we're going to them. I mean, we, 
so we're not definitely not trying to compete with the, those pro shop owners who are selling new. And if there's a way that we could work with them to help them grow their businesses or kind of adopt to this new wave of marketplaces, like we would absolutely love to talk to them and, and find ways to, uh, to empower them if we can. It's a perfect answer because obviously there's a few uh, professionals that listen to this as well and they're, and they're kind of feeling the heat, but I think, the way that you put it, Brendan, and I really appreciate your answer because, you know, a partnership is something that needs to be established between those pros, people trying to get more people uh, golf equipment faster and easier. And really all of this just kind of rolls into helping grow the game a little bit more. Yeah, I mean, that's definitely the way we look at it. And we've kind of had similar conversations with manufacturers of by by giving more people access to affordable equipment, both in golf and kind of all these other sports. We feel like we're getting more people involved in the game, purchasing. What we see a lot is somebody who really wants that high-end piece of equipment, whether it's a driver, a pair of hockey skates, but they just can't afford it at that price point. They'll actually buy it used, get a feel for it, and then likely buy new, You know, in many cases, buy new next time. But it's a way to test out what that next level of quality is like without spending top dollar. Um, but yeah, I mean, we definitely, our goal is to kind of support the ecosystem that exists and help people who are looking to move online, do it a little bit more easily. Well, you guys are doing a great job at it. And listeners, again, we're talking to Brendan Candon and Anthony Piazza from sidelineswap.com. And, and guys, I just have two more questions for you. Uh, well, I guess three, depending on how you look at it. And I'll go to both of you each individually for the same question. Brendan, I'll start with you first. If you think of our listeners, you're talking to a group of folks that maybe have never been to your website. If you could describe the benefit of sidelineswap.com in one sentence, no word count or anything like that, but what would that <laughs> sentence be for you, Brendan? So sidelineswap's a resource for every sporting goods family. Uh, we make it e- easier to access high-quality gear at a, at a good price and easy to sell it, um, the easiest way to sell it online. Perfect. And Anthony, what would be your uh, your phrase or sentence? Ah, it's tough because I don't want to sound exactly like, like <laughs> Brendan just did. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'd say Sideline Swap's the easiest place to buy or sell um, new or used sports gear. Awesome. And listeners, I, I don't say this lightly. I mean, this is really probably the easiest website I've ever used. Uh, the guys talked a lot about the interface that they use. It's an extremely clean website. You go, you buy something, this almost chat interface comes up where you feel like you're talking one-on-one with the seller you don't get that with any other website and it's really well done guys the the final question i have for you um i'm on your about page right now on the website you guys all look like athletes i'll just say that right now but is lunar the best athlete among the group (laughs) yeah um she's a stud but we got uh we were taking some team photos and there happened to be a, a horse there <laughs> so i figured we'd get lunar involved in the uh in the team page it was a big part of that day <laughs> awesome yeah it looks like you guys have a lot of fun out there and listeners once again it's sidelineswap.com go out there check it out you're gonna like what you see and guys brendan anthony thanks so much for jumping on today thanks for having us yep thanks adam <laughs>